You're listening to Wisdom of the Ages, the show that taps into the many expressions of universal, ancestral and personal wisdom to ignite evolutionary consciousness. Welcome and blessings. This is Ann Kate Sullivan, host of Wisdom of the Ages, and I'm also the author of the Legends of the Grail series for those who seek inner wholeness. And in my series, I want you to know that I go into the Holy Grail, which is more the the Christian alchemical series, but I also go into the Fairy Grail, which are the more ancient grails of the goddess, sometimes called cauldrons. But they're all legends of the grail. They're all about finding our wholeness through time, space, and dimension. So I hope you'll check them out. So this is the third episode in a series of dialogues with intuitive Leslie Sloan, and we're, we've been going into the magic of color and how colors act as keys and gateways of our superpowers. And, you know, on this network, we know superpowers are real. Now, are they only ours or does, does there come a point when we, when we've understood enough of our inner world that we actually want to share it with another person? I have to say that I I have a colorful relationship with Leslie Sloan. We love doing this work together and we have for about, I think, three decades now. So um, this episode is colorful relating and we're going to explore it on a lot of different levels. Uh, We're going to go into red and green, the colors we often see at Christmas, during the winter holidays. And if for those of, uh, who celebrate uh, Yule or, or some of the more ancient traditions, you'll see it in the holly with the red leaves and the red berries. And some of those ancient traditions still carry through into the times in which we live. But I'm also thinking that it might be interesting to explore some of the Gnostic mysteries of Mary Magdalene at this time. And might be something interesting here. So now the question is, as we go into this work, is... Uh, or this inquiry, I would rather call it an inquiry because I hope nobody will take anything that I say at face value, that that you'll explore this yourself, that you'll inquire into it and see what the truth is for you. I am not interested in the least in dogma. So, (laughs) but I love inquiry and seeing where it goes and what's true for you, what's true for each one of us. And so this is an inquiry, a dialogue with a good friend, and I hope you'll come along and enjoy the ride. So the question is, will the green, the green color, will it open up into a shadow, the, the spooky forest where all kinds of things lurk? Or will it open into its beautiful emerald essence of loving compassion? And maybe there'll be a little bit of both. Will the red open into anger or maybe into the essence of strength? Maybe author's strength or maybe the strength of the mother and or even an apple from Avalon. Who knows? Uh, what I love about colors is that they're playful. You have to be like a child. <laughs> they, they, you, know, you have to be like a child to play with them because you have to, you know, it's an invitation into fairies and unicorns and all sorts of things. But it's also, um, you know, these archetypes, these parables link to something that's very real. And that's the that's the hero's journey or the heroine's journey. So as we learn more about the intuitive language of color and we have more tools and capacities to navigate the world we find in, we find we can really show up and be present and be in healthy, a healthy, loving, interesting, colorful relationship. In fact, with our superpowers, with our 
you know, when we have all of our colors, or at least some of our colors, we begin to understand the ground of being, that we're eternally carried by the true nature, by the wisdom of the universe. And with that, with that light that we carry in our hearts and our souls, we can walk through anything. doesn't matter what's going on in the world. We just go back to this light in our heart and we just keep going. <laughs> so I'm going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I will introduce Leslie Sloan and we will discuss colorful relating. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Welcome back to Wisdom of the Ages. This is your host, Ann Kate Sullivan. And today, Leslie Sloan and I will be discussing colorful relating. Now, this is the third episode in a series on colors. Now, you can listen to any of them in any order, doesn't matter. But if you like this episode, go back and listen to Intuition and the Magic of Color, and you can find it on superpowerexperts.com slash wisdom of the ages. So welcome, Leslie. Thank you. Wow, this is, I am so honored to be here with you and all of your magical followers and listeners and and just participants that's amazing it's it's so much fun it's so much fun to connect with everybody and and to always learn you know we're learning every day we're learning every day doesn't matter what our mastery is there's always something that's opening up inside of us that's helping us bloom into our wholeness and our majesty and it's just it's beautiful love it so thank you for having me back Absolutely. I, I mentioned it, in, I think, in the first episode, but I I met you, gosh, about three decades ago when I was teaching a color class and I'm wearing all white and you come in wearing all black. And there was this sort of magical color creation. Gerda would have been proud of us, right? We had this this um love, this deep love that just kind of sprung up. And, it's, and we've been, I think, magical sisters ever since. And what I really appreciate about our relationship is that when I feel like I'm in trouble, I can call you, even though you live a long way away, I can give you a call and we can tune in together and you don't tell me what to do, but you help me with my inquiry and you help me find my way. And, you know, there are those moments and I think it, it might get the other way too, you know? So I, I, I think it's so wonderful when we can find our inner circle, those people we trust and, and we'll just help you access your color, whatever that happens to be. I agree with you. And and I think, and it's, it's, we've had such a magical relationship and I'm going to take us back into Zurich before we went into that, that church, because do you remember when we were looking at a building and they had a white flag and they had a black flag and they were on either side of the building. And there we were and all the infinite colors bridged in between that. And then we knew, and then we walked into the church, we walked across the street, and we saw the faces that were looking at each other, male, female, and the chalice cup shape formed in the, in the space in between them looking at each other. And I thought in the, in the, the black forms, it was just beautiful, and the space was gold. 
And it was just really from what I remember, it was it was always there was like the black and then there was the gold or there were other colors. But that reminded me of us in our relationship. Mm -hmm. That they that together, the one way to achieve the grail is to work together. Yeah. And in fact, we need to work together to to come back to the round table, right? We need to come yeah. together. And I was really blown away. So this was in Zurich. I can't remember the year now. I think it was it was in the nineties though, and 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 uh, in a Lutheran church. And mm -hmm. here, all of these faces. I don't know if they were male, female, or whatever, but they were profiles, and they were looking at each other, and they were creating. Each one created a grail, and and there was a whole wall. And I, I my heart was was so warmed by that. Um, and it, and actually really fed right into my grail quest, I have to say. <laughs> and it feeds right into relationship because you have, you have two people looking at each other and here also is something else that's magical is when you're, you're facing each other you know, we, you know, we, we do eye gazing, right? We gaze into each other's eyes to really go deeply into the soul, to see the soul, to bypass. And when you're really looking into the dimensions of the eyes, which are portals of the universe, then you bypass everything else and you are connecting deeply into that essence, that luminescence of divine source in which all other things fade outside of that, that do not have that vibration. That love, that truth. That's so oh, interesting. That's so interesting. It's really true. And it brings to mind the, well, you know, how how does Mary Magdalene fit into this? Mm. Uh, Mary Magdalene. Um, you know, it's it's funny that we're 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 you know talking about the red, the green, and the and the yellow, the you know the relating colors are relating and um years ago when i was talking about blessing the energy centers i actually brought through um it was uh, isis mary magdalene and um there was one other and i can't remember and this is because here are the the the, the mothers of the mother of of the earth realm of the birthing into physicality into the physical embodiment because we we are souls having a human experience we need the physical the mother who births us we need to have this connection here if we don't have this connection we don't feel safe we cannot manifest what we need to manifest in the physical world because we're talking about red the root chakra grounding grounding into the center of the earth feeling supported feeling aligned in our physical body even attached to our blood our blood our circulation which pumps through the heart so here's the red and the green we need this ability to love in the physical world feel it in our physical body which helps us also stay healthy right we keeps us vibrant that's part of red and so she opens up and she's filled with seeds of humanity. Mm. Infinite, beautiful seeds of beings ready to be birthed in, in the physical world into, into a place where they can begin to understand their true nature as part of nature in the universe, because everything, which is so beautiful to see uh, when you're looking at trees and 
how they branch out. That's in our lungs. We can see that. It's part of the tree of life. That's part of our physicality. Mother nature, you know, every day when I go power walking, I hug the trees and I talk to them and I send gold light through them Mm. to all nature because it's nature that heals us. Mm -hmm. It's nature that, that brings us, it restores us. So I'm getting an image of an apple tree which connects me back to the ladies of Avalon. And, and I remember from these old stories that, that they said that these were the, the lineage of Isis and that it was Mary Magdalene. Um, so, okay. One of the Gnostic stories that I know, you might know a different story, but the one that I know comes from Glastonbury. And in this story, Joseph of Arimathea, who apparently was a Welsh trader, so we've got this connection between Wales and the Holy Land, um, was the uncle of Jesus. And after the crucifixion, he carries the grail, the, the grail. Now, is the grail a cup? Is it the cup that they drank from at the Last Supper? Is it the cup that his blood poured into and is a healing cup? Is it it's some sort of healing cup, right? Or is it Mary Magdalene? Or he might be, he might be in some traditions pregnant with Sarah and two other, apparently there were two other daughters. Now, and that's the Gnostic tradition. Now, in, you have to be a little careful because the Cathars told that story and they all got killed. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but those stories um, lived on in, in the south of France because apparently just Arimathea takes Mary Magdalene south of France. That's why there are all these stories, the Cathars and so forth, told these stories in the south of France. But he brings the grail to Glastonbury. Because and he he actually forms the first church, which is across. You know, there's just a, like a little bit left of it, but there's the story of the holy thorn. You know, he puts his staff in the ground. This is the holy thorn. Now, is this a real story or is it a metaphor or is it an archetypal story? I'm not sure it matters ultimately. But what I do what I do see in this story is the red and green of the apple tree. Do you want to run with that? Yes, I um, and of course we can go back into um, uh, Egypt. Yes, and and you know we even ha- we have uh, actually in one of the the um, uh, one of the walls in um, I believe it's Karnak, and it shows the tree of life there. This is the you're looking at both the essence of of life, of the heart, of the ethers, of air. You know, you have the grounding, you have the earth, and then you have the air. And and between the two life forms, you have, because we know that we need air to breathe. We need all of, you know, we need these elements. We need air to, uh, to, uh, to breathe, to live, to uh, expand in our bodies and, and when you're looking at the frequencies you have the the the, the fire coming through the red right that it's it's the it's the awakening it's the awareness it is the um stability it is it's almost like looking at uh, a table with four legs. If you had three legs, it would be so stable. And this is the, you have to know, you have to be embodied. 
You have to be the, uh, because the red, you can also turn into the sacrifice. When you're looking at the shadow side, you, you can say, okay, let's go with, this is really interesting. So we're looking at the cross, right? And we always, we always, we see Jesus on the cross, you know, with, with it being, representing uh, sacrifice, sacrificing himself for humanity. And yet, what's interesting is when you roll that cross up, it becomes the cube, which is earth. Mm. It, is, it, it is about the soul awakening through the heart to understand itself, to know that, that when it unfolds and as it unfolds and it moves beyond the box in its unfolding, that it is going to un- begin to know itself through its sacrifices. It's going to experience and hopefully it will wake up through the heart and say, okay, this has, I am going to learn this. Here comes the yellow aspect in the green. I'm going to learn this. I'm going to learn this. And now this is making me more powerful. It's strengthening my being, strengthening coming through the red. I'm strengthening my 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 fortitude here in this as I'm walking in this earth. I'm going to continue unraveling and knowing myself through the heart because when I see myself, I can see others through that truth. I can have a relationship with myself, with my inner child as I keep unraveling and developing and awakening to different aspects inside of me, the dimensions inside of me here on earth. It's interesting, too, because if you think biblically for a minute that that Christ basically gave up the old laws and he said, I give you two commandments, love God with all your mind, heart and soul. And love each other as I have loved you. Two commandments. We have not yet followed them as far as I can see. But what a beautiful, I mean, that's such a teaching of the green, you know, the opening of the heart, the opening to love, and that we we really do connect most fully through love. And, you know, where Mary to me, Mary Magdalene to me, well, you know, in the Gnostic tradition, she's meant to be the church, the one through this, you know, becomes available. So he's transcendent and she's earth. And um, I think your third archetype was Morgan, by the way, if I remember correctly. So these, so what's interesting about color is that color can, it can, I mean, I love this when I see a color, a color, series, right? I'm a whole bunch of colors on the wall. I I also have my color wall because they tell parables. And, and I think, you know, that's why the myths of King Arthur are so important, why the biblical stories, the Sufi stories, why so many stories are important because they're explaining the wisdom that's, there's a wisdom that it's hard to grasp. You know, it's something like, you know, you try to nail it down. You try to go, who, who was Mary Magdalene? She was a whore. No. No. no, was she was she the wife of Jesus? Maybe we don't know. Was mm-hmm. she? But what we do know is that clearly she's an essence and an archetype, and and she seems to be some kind of really loving archetype, some sort of feminine face of the divine that will hold you forever. I mean, she has that love. She has she loves in a slightly different way. the The red love is a little different than the green transcendent love, would you say? 
Absolutely, because the, the the in the red level course we experience in the the phys- we do it's the bonding physically. We're going through, we're we're looking at the yoni opening up mm-hmm. and receiving the the light coming from the male and this or the female, you know, whatever, whatever, however, love is love. And here's another, this is another thing I want to, as I'm going to take it, love is love. It doesn't matter what embodiment it is. Love is love. And there is always a, you know, this is the, this is the relationship. You have uh, the ability to open up and to receive what is being given from both sides. And it is the relating of the physicality, the passion, the, um, uh, the excitement, the, connection you know in the physical in the physical embodiment i mean passion is passion mm-hmm. but but it's really important when you have that the relate the relationship that is of higher consciousness the heart always has to be there because if it's just the red then it has no connection to anything that is of meaning or of purpose to one's growth with love now you can also say that if someone only knows red and they're you know they're not learning from that and they stay in the red then they're never going to know the love that they came from when we open up our hearts and we connect both on the heart level where we see the soul and we're able to physically intertwine and dance together with that and embrace that it takes you into another world it will just take you into another way. It transports you and it is becomes a transcendent, a physically transcendent relationship. And this is in love. The physical love is almost like when even uh, you're looking at that, although the mother has, you know, she has her heart open, but it's the, the physical only women, of course, in this world anyway, they understand the love of you know, carrying the child physically where the male can't experience that. That's a whole different energy. So there are two types of love. There's a passionate love. There's a uh, love for the children. There's a love, there's a, a, there are so many different levels of love. Mm-hmm. But when you're with your partner, it's a completely different experience. It's just a completely different experience. You have to open up on so many different levels to go as you know as deeply and to have that synergy, to have that 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 resonance that is such a deep truth and it is so bonded. It is so it, the, it, when you have that kind of love from both the physicality and the heart, the, the through the ethers not even a thought could be wedged in between that bond. Mm. This is how aligned these two energies have the potential of being in the scenario that is meant for uh, higher conscious development. And, you know, of course you can go into the shadow and it's a whole different ballgame, but if you you can imagine that no one else can come in between 
and Mary Magdalene and and Jesus, although we don't know if Mary Magdalene was his wife or not, although I feel like this is going to unfold like everything else that's happening around the world, because, you know, like all these amazing things are happening. But, you know, this I think that, you know, in, in resonance. Uh, I, for, for myself, that, that always hit, it was never, as I've never been religious, as you know, I'm Jewish, but I'm not religious. Um, Mother Mary is, took on a completely different uh, role. And mm-hmm. I never saw her with Jesus. I saw Mary Magdalene with Jesus. Um, and I felt that and I still feel that. And so it'll be interesting to see because nobody knows anything. We just know what we we feel. But that's that bond. I mean, there's there the 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 red and the green are necessary they are necessary uh, frequencies and the necessary consciousness that we need to have together to have the most he- the, the the healthiest relationships we we really do need to have that because you've got to have you have to have the physical embodiment and you also have to have the spiritual embodiment you've got to have two different levels connecting is it so what is what is your what is your take on on that Mm, I I was feeling into that and I and feeling Mm -hmm. right now because you know uh, I think love can actually come through through any color it would just have a different taste or vibration or um uh, like for for me Mary and 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 the red which she's so easy to connect to you know we think of the apple you know she's she's somebody that embraces that tolerates that understands um, but so does Mary, Mother Mary, too, in a different way. She, to me, Mother Mary seems very transcendent, and she's the blue. But if you think about her too, she's a gateway. She's a a portal to the divine. I mean, a portal to the life of her son. But you know, and and then potentially Mary Magdalene's the life to the that blood lineage, the Grail lineage. So who knows? Who knows exactly? But if what's really interesting is that you can take that same that same archetypal story, and you find it throughout world mythology. So there's something behind all of that that's really important. There's something about the dance. I would call it also the dance of the primaries. You know the the red, how the red, the yellow, and the and the blue, how they how they're creating all that is this these colors that come out of the out of the empty that whether it's coming out of the void or it's coming out of the white light. And what what I think is really has been very special. My relationship with my husband, I would say, is this, which I think of as a sacred relationship. We inquire into each of the colors. And in in the inquiry, so that's that face that we saw in that Lutheran church, right? So so those two faces together are exploring so that we can find our grail, so that we can find our wholeness. And I, what I love about my relationship with John Patrick is that I know I'm, in, I'm, I'm held in a very sacred way and that he's also very curious for me to discover the truth of who I am, to, to, to step, to become a realized being, you know, to polish the pearl of the ego so that you can be this, this wholeness um, existing on the planet. And I find this to be very exciting, you know, this, this, idea that you know maybe there are quite a lot of people now who are polishing their pearl and and would like to show up in the world and and not a fragmented way because there's plenty of fragmentation and division and arguing and fighting and all, that's going on everywhere so then it becomes you know the next thing that becomes really interesting is oh well how do you relate and i think there there have been 
stories and forces and powers and whatever that have broken the relationship, broken the relationship between the masculine and the feminine within us as well as outside of us. And one of the most important things to do is to remember the stories of the feminine because then then the dance of the masculine and the feminine can be re- reunited. You find it in the older stories, you know, the you know in the, in the Celtic tradition or in the yeah, in the pre-Christian times to say there would be a dance where the at at the winter solstice the feminine would be celebrated. She's the black the black womb. And from that, the light is called forward again as the new sun. In the summer, it's the other way around. There's a lot of light and the, mo- the mother's called into being. So, you know, that's, so the dance, this, this wonderful dance of the masculine and feminine that's been misunderstood because like you said, you need the green and the red, you need both to be in a sacred relationship. It's not just sex, right? It's, 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 um, it's a relating of the heart. And we have many different, I think we can have love on many different levels. Like not everyone is going to be a marriage partner. Somebody, you know, you're my dear sister, my dear friend. And um, and there are also people, like the other thing that we'll notice when we when we talking about relationship, there are other people that you might feel very uncomfortable around too. They might have the opposite effect. They might close your heart. And I think to bring awareness into that is important too, because I feel if there is someone around you and you and your heart closes when they come in the room, that's a pretty good thing to keep in mind because your soul is telling you something. There's something that's unresolved there and actually you're not safe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. And this is, that, yeah, and this is a this is a, through the heart we tune in. Yeah, but you know it's interesting because not only do we feel that in the heart, but our bodies can tense up too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Our, our bodies tense up, or we get the willies. You know, <laughs> you know something exactly. happens. Contraction. <laughs> yeah, we we will contract, and mm-hmm. and absolutely. So that's you know because we we've all even experienced sometimes we turn around really quickly and we think someone's behind us but actually someone was behind us and they didn't have such a nice energy and our 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 energy field starts to recoil you know it starts to just you know pull in it's like what was that and and this is part of the magic of being physical and energetic at the same time because then we can really we can use these times to tune in and say oh wow this is incredible or you know uh say you you go to an event or you go to a party and you see someone across the room and they're just filled with light you're so attracted to this person and then you get to know them and you go wow what a great person what amazing I really tuned in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really tuned into their essence mm-hmm and and this is this is really it's really important because we have to gauge things you know and and especially I mean you know when we we also are uh, I'm going to dive a little bit into what happened in the last two years about you know separating families and friends and all of that and you know many people who have been in isolation they they started to actually do practices to help their to help strengthen their inner core. And what came out of that, and that I've had a lot of clients, you know, when I was living in Italy, I had a lot of uh, clients that were telling me this is that 
Um, they and one of the reasons why we did sessions is because they were beginning to feel like they did not want to be around these people they had known for, for many, many, many moons in their lives. And I said, but this is a natural part of ascension. When you start to tap into and open up the sound waves in you of higher consciousness, then you can no longer tolerate people who are sedentary or they're staying where they're staying. Uh, they're there they and there's no you know you can't judge it but you just use that as a gauge to say okay well wait a minute so I'm shifting it and there's no higher or lower but what it is is they've chosen that path and I've chosen this path I am in my heart and I want to go more deeply in my heart and I want to have a, a a a more joyful physical experience here in this world in my reality. And I don't want to say the same words that I've been saying. I don't want to describe or complain the way I used to complain or use the words that are lower frequency to keep me continuing to create, you know, again, the past, the future from the past. I want to create a new relationship with myself because it's the self, you know, we have to have that that relationship in ourself first. And the there is no, you know, there's a, and we know also that there has been a rise in the world, not only of the feminine rising, but there are some uh, instances, many instances where I see the feminine trying to wipe out the masculine. And I, they, but there's the extreme, there's no balance there. There is the, so if you're trying to do that, then what in you is not in resonance with your masculine? What, who needs to be, who needs to be dialogued with? And because it's both, if we're looking at just the feminine, not the masculine, then we're cutting half of ourselves out. Because we all have to have the analytical mind, we also have to have the feeling body. So then, then the tween shall meet, they, they've never been separate, we were born with both energies with both conscious levels. So then it's it's bringing the balance of that not because there are men, many, many men in the world that have been castrated for lack of a better term mm -hmm. and they need and that rough edged stuff we already know is just a it's a defense for the the the, the hurt that they have felt and and with with the lack of being able to express their own feelings and all that so we have to look at that and that's the goddess the goddess comes in right and she balances this she looks through the heart and she opens up her yoni and she holds that energy in the physical world for new seeds within us to be birthed mm. through this. What is the deeper truth now? What is it that we need to get to? Where is the balance? There's the heart, the balance, right? This is the where everything, because it's the center of all of the seven chakras. Mm -hmm. It's right in the center. So we're bringing in the balance, the harmonization, the compassion, the tolerance, the love, and 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 also the joy and, and reflecting this joy to other people. But we have to be in that center first. We have to have that relationship with ourselves because we already know we have to embody it first in order for us to you know, on a, on a much greater level, help other people. So we can't be biased about one sex or the other. We have to say, this is the oneness. This is right. What we were talking about is restoration of the soul.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, no, it's so beautiful. It, it actually, it's kind of why I love those old traditions where the feminine's honored, the masculine's honored, and the union of the two are honored. You know, uh, you know how 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 wonderful. And I think we when we we in Christian in the coming of Christianity, we we lost something there. I be, I believe that we were probably examining today, but that's the past. I mean, so these are the things that we've been learning through the ages. I think one of the things that um, Christianity did that was very wonderful actually was to teach personal essence and to rise above our animal nature, our bestial nature, and to, to move more into mercy and love and the new laws and so forth. So I think there's the wonderful things that come out of all these traditions. And we look at the shadows. We just look at the whole thing. So what I'm interested in now too is like, okay, so we see the wisdom of the ages. We see what's come from the past. How do you feel the red and the green are unfurling into the future? Yeah. <laughs> Might go That's pink or turquoise. I'm not sure. You know, that that's, that's a that's an interesting that's it's an interesting question because we are actually um, shifting our cells our physical cells now this is science now our, our physical cells have been shifting our and and the, the, anything physical is red we got the red you know there are, of course other colors coming through but we we know in the root chakra we're talking about physical embodiment I with uh, where I'm I'm focused with the the red and the green is to as we are awakening collectively and individually that there becomes that we are creating a world right now where we're all thinking the same thing we've got to become more heart centered we have to open up and help each other we have to uh, look at someone with with eyes of compassion how can we serve how is it that we can uphold or go uh, 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 work with work with uh, others or animals. We're looking at Gaia. We're looking at mammals. We're looking at everything. How can we serve collectively? Because we know energetically when we all want the same thing. How first of all, how are we going to survive? How are we going to make money? There's the red. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we go through the heart. How can we expand? How can we express in our fullest truth without fear of, of judgment? And so we have to go, go, uh, you know, but with the dance of these two colors, it is helping us to ascend to a higher level of relating to ourselves and to the world. How can we? bring love out through us through through our very core essence and beam it every day out into the world where when we are walking down the street or we're connecting with people that we leave them with a smile somehow this is relationships. This is relating. How can you make yourself smile? What is it that you need to think about to make you happy? What is it that lights you up? Because whatever lights you up, when you walk down the street or you're connecting or you're teaching or whatever it is you're doing, everybody else is going to feel that because this is what 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 is known as you know what it, they call, it's called quantum entanglement. But what it is is you know when when women all get to they if they all live they all work in the same building they've all you know come in at different times but within a month their periods synchronize. Mm-hmm. 
This is quantum entanglement. This has become unified. So this is about us becoming unified by awakening to our who, what our powers are, our superpowers in this world. How can we become physically stronger? How can we become more stable in what we're doing? How can we become more aware from moment to moment of what we're thinking? Because this is going to make a big difference in what is being created in our reality around us, because simply our realities are reflections of what's going on inside. So when we are focused on the joy and what may be working with a relationship that's on the negative side and shifting it into a positive outcome, even if it's in our desires, because it has to come from us. We're the ones that fuel it. It doesn't matter about the other person because we already know energetically when we think positive thoughts or any kind of thoughts, someone else that we're directing it to is going to get it. They've already proven this. They've proven this scientifically. So when we think happy thoughts and we are blessing the world, we are we are saying and sending out from our hearts, I truly want to become the beacon of light and have a the most blessed relationship with myself so that I can move that out because we can wish for peace all we want. But if we don't embody it, it's not going to happen. And there's the red, there's Mary Magdalene, there's the, the, the seeds of life. She, she carries the seeds of life in her womb. And we are those seeds. And anytime we wish to see a different level of ourselves, we can call upon her and become the next awakening of that seed and begin to sprout with that consciousness because she's always holding us unconditionally. Mm -hmm. I love that. As you, as we were talking, I was getting this very strong image of a, of a rose. It was a pink rose <laughs> and, and it was, I guess the seed, the seed was blossom. It might've been a Lotus. I mean, it didn't have thorns, <laughs> but it was this beautiful blossoming rose, this pink, this pink love that was pervasive and it has a perfume. And, and I, I think that, like you said, this personal love is so important to share whatever we want to call it, whatever personification we want to get it. it and, you know, there's that energy is behind all personifications, right? They're, they're behind all the stories that we tell. There's this, there is that energy of pink love and, you know, it's so sweet and you can smell it when it arises in someone, you can smell it as it does smell like rose blossom. Sometimes you can taste it in your mouth. Sometimes it tastes like ambrosia but it's there. And then, you know, the, you know, the blossoming is occurring. And, and to me, that's, that's one of the, the movements into the future and the rose, of course, is more of a circle. It's more of a unity. It's more of a round table. Mm -hmm. So that's an expression. I think the round table and also in legend section expression of the, fem the feminine, where we all come together and then, and then the mass, the masculine who's supporting you know, and the feminine who's giving birth, we're, we're actually supporting life. You know, and um, again, I don't think any of it's about gender. I think it's about understanding how these different energies arise. And I think colors beyond gender, you know, it's beyond, it's even beyond human race. It's, it's beyond, at some point, it becomes the boundless. It becomes something that's, that's, that's hard to describe. And I think that, again, that's why people tell stories 
because that's a way to begin to to describe the divine, the divine, this divine dance that we're involved in that's carrying us. And if we can really feel that true nature, I like I just feel my heart really opening up right now, that rose of the heart opening. And it's like when we really are in touch with this energy, this is this is real. This is our true nature. This is this is what carries us through all time, space, and dimension mm-hmm. wherever we happen to find ourselves. So um I do feel that life life always wants to carry us into the future. And when we heal ourselves, we heal, what, seven generations back and seven generations forward. So the work that we're doing right now is important and the and the work of, um, of unifying, of unifying the broken pieces in ourselves and bringing them back together, putting the Holy Grail back together again, you know, finding the different pieces. So we're, we're these moving kaleidoscopes, you know, that are moving in our own beautiful ways. And um, I think tolerance and love and compassion are, are definitely, definitely mm-hmm. part of part of what we're we're here to to learn. I love the kaleidoscope analysis, <laughs> absolutely, because that's what we are. And mm-hmm. there's there's love is in every color that people perceive, and colors that they don't perceive. It's everywhere. It is the sound that emanates from the universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, if you were going to leave the listeners today with a practice, what do you think that might be? Well, let's see, since we're we're working with predominantly the the, the green, the yellow, and the red, why don't we just go into those energy centers mm. and and just experience a little something? a little something and see. So let's do this. So I want everybody to please close your eyes if you can. You don't want to do this if you're driving. <laughs> I don't <Totally>. want to. <laughs> <laughs> and just close your eyes. And, and if you need to, because when you touch your body in a certain place, your awareness is going to go there. So if you need to put your, your fingers or your hand on your heart, you can do that and and just go into the heart center. And, and first of all, just become aware of how you feel right now and the, the energy around you is how you're feeling without judgment or trying to change it. And it's like you're being held in love by the universe. And you're focusing on your heart. And I want you to just visualize a beautiful glowing green light in the shape of a star. And just see the star. It's about an inch and a half around. It's a beautiful star. And it's sparkling. It's this beautiful sparkling green star. And it's beginning to pulse almost in alignment with your heartbeat. And it's just pulsing softly, lovingly. And and it's beginning to expand slightly, just slightly. 
And this is the portal of understanding the universe within you, the balance within you. This is its energy of allowing us as we awaken to bloom through different aspects of love that wish to express themselves and just expand, expand like the universe, expand like the trees, expand with the energy of change to be open to who we really are in truth and to stay in alignment with that truth. It's beautiful energy of joy. And you take a deep breath in and just feel this green light expand and release. And I always like to do things in threes. We'll do one more breath in and expand and just see it expanding throughout your upper chest area and release. And then one more time. Deep breath in and just feeling the sparkle energy, just beautiful green light penetrating deeper and deeper into your dimensions inside of you, in your cells, molecules, and atoms. Now we're going to we just notice how you feel right now. If you feel expanded. And now we're going to drop down. I want you to also, if you need to, put your hand on your solar plexus. That would be between the belly button and your sternum. And this is bright yellow. I want you to see this beautiful bright yellow star that's inside your solar plexus. And it's filled with joy. It's filled with this beautiful energy of your magical child, your beautiful child that is sparkling, that is brilliant. You know everything that you need to about your life in this world. You know everything. You are the spark of light. You are the magic. And you are connected always through this portal into that light, into that beautiful child that has no boundaries, that is boundless. It's a beautiful, beautiful light. And let this energy just expand throughout your solar plexus, this beautiful, sparkly yellow star. Beautiful is the power that's coming from this. See if you can feel the power of this joy, this infinite joy, filling this space within your solar plexus. Almost as if there's an energy of giggliness, like there's so much power coming through. You don't know what to do. You could almost explode in absolute joy. <laughs> the knowing, the connecting to all that is within you as this beautiful, sacred child. 
who is connected to all things forevermore. There is never any separation. This is your infinite luminescence. You just feel, see if you can feel this energy moving throughout your solar plexus. And if it wants to come shooting through your heart, let it do the wherever it wants to go. It's joy. Just feel it wherever it needs to go. It's just in its sparkly effervescence. And now we're going to move down into the root chakra, the base of your spine, and see a beautiful red rose, a beautiful red rose. And she is so powerful, so loving, and she is grounding. She feels safe and in in this energy, she is also guiding you down into earth. Her roots, see her roots, see if you can visualize her roots moving down into the earth. And as these roots are going down, they are wrapping around, gently wrapping around your legs. They are moving down your legs, spiraling down, lovingly spiraling down. And this beautiful red glow is moving through your feet down into Mother Earth. And the roots are just growing and growing. And as they're connecting down into the center, the core of Mother Earth, you are beginning to feel more stable. You are beginning to feel a stability and a safety and a connection on earth, on the mother, the mother who is holding you in your life force, in your physicality. The roots are continuing to move down into this beautiful, beautiful red light into the center of the earth, this beautiful red glowing energy. And she's so deeply nurturing and caring. And these roots connect into this light, this beautiful deep red light. And this red light is pulsing. And she is singing. She's singing the song of earth. And as she's singing the song of earth, the sound waves are moving through the roots. And those, the sound is moving back up through the earth, through these beautiful vines, and connecting through your feet, through the vines, the roots moving up your legs, and lighting up the flower, lighting up this beautiful rose with the song of the mother. And this energy 
is connecting into your root, into your sexual organs, into the tissues, the glands, the molecules, the cells. See if you can feel this. Really feel the sound of the mother. This beautiful song that she's singing for you. And notice how you feel. Just see if you can feel the love coming through and maybe an activation in your root that you're beginning to feel an energy moving with passion and love through you. And now this love, this energy is moving back up into your solar plexus, connecting to your child, sparkly effervescent child, feeling deeply connected to the physicality and the embodiment on earth. And to know that Anything this child wishes to create, they can. To feel this love and this passion and this power, this beautiful superpower of this child and the intelligence of this child, connecting to the intelligence of the earth, of the mother. And this continues to move up into the heart and connects into the intelligence of the love wisdom the expansion, the universe within the body, mind, and soul, connecting deeply into the truth and the magic and the magical relationship that you are and that you shall always be. Just feel this for a moment. And notice if you have any tingling in your body. Take in a nice deep breath. One, two, three, and release. Again, one, two, three, and release. Inhale, two, three, and release. And just feel the energy for a moment. And notice if any words or any phrases, any guidance is coming up for you. And if the sound or the feeling has changed in your body, and now, before you open your eyes, to roll your eyes down to the ground.
Just staying conscious of where you are. And when you are ready, open your eyes to a new moment. Mm. I think I just shifted into the fifth dimension. <laughs> the fifth dimension of love and unity. I love it. Thank you so much, Leslie. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. I do feel the rosy heart. Yeah. 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 It. I'm so high. I'm not sure I can finish the show here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can. I'm try to get a little root chakra going. What um, happens? <laughs> I used to go out when you did your meditations all the time. <laughs> it's just so lovely. You know, can I just live here? <laughs> I, mean, I, I do. I feel like I'm in the blessed. I'm in Avalon or something. It's just wonderful. I'm heaven and earth right now. I feel like I'm heaven and earth. I feel like I'm living heaven and earth. Ah, uh, wonderful. Okay, I'm going to practice this. <laughs> so, um, Leslie, um, coming back to Earth, um, if somebody wanted a reading with you or they wanted to um, get in touch with you, how would they do that? Uh, there's two ways. They can go to my uh, intuition website. It's lesliesloanintuitive.com. And I think you're going to put that in the, the link that the the spelling or you want me to it's L E S L I E. <laughs> now that high, you might as well try to spell something. Sometimes people leave the E off the end of Sloan. So I was like, <laughs> like, where are you? I so it's LeslieSloanIntuitive.com. And then I also have Oracle Healing Cards, A-U-R-A-C-L-E, healingcards.com. So I had I have my Cell, feel free to call my cell. There's a lot of people like to do that. That's yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm so, I, I'm just so happy to be with you and and be with all of your your magical beings and and um and just to bring such incredible um, information, deep, uh, transforming you know, conversations, to have these conversations and just let people, you know, just uh, bring it in the way they do. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is a language and everybody um, trans, uh, they, they, they bring it in, in their own unique way because we're all so unique. There's the yellow again, you know, it's just part of the uniqueness of who we are as these incredible superhumans with our, you know, opening up to our superpowers. Mm. We really are. We really are. I mean, that's that's what it is, and it's and it's incredible. And it's just when you understand, and that's you know the yellow, the deeper understanding in the yellow, it helps us to really be able to open up without the fear. Mm. When we understand, and not just are talked at, but we're you know we're, we're talked to. It, 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 we are understanding. We are receiving the information on a level that we can understand about what it is to be a human and all the various forms in which it unfolds through understanding we can ascend in physical embodiment and open up our superpowers for sure there's no question about that we know this 
That's beautiful. I feel like the Christmas star right now, the ascending star. <laughs> it's really beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Lovely. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. And thank you to all the listeners. I hope, you know, all of you have found your, your inner sparkly star and your magical child and you're, you're, you're all smiling and have glowing hearts right now. So this was just beautiful and many blessings on you for, for the, the new time. And uh, may we all step into the, the future together and love. Many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.